Everybody, what is going on? Welcome back to the podcast. I know that we've had a little bit of a time off, a little bit of a time off. We've just had a little bit of time off. Uh, main reason being is that I've been filming a whole bunch of other stuff for a new eight-week program that is going to be getting launched. So that is beyond exciting. Um, took a week off from work to get all of that done, take a little bit of me time, and just ultimately do whatever the shit I wanted in that week. And what I wanted to do in that week was to get all this other work sorted. So yeah, that's why we've had a little bit of time off. So now, since we've had that week off previously, um, I actually booked in some more things that I could do on the previous Wednesday, which is when I normally uh, update all of my podcasts and record all of those things, which is super fun. Um, so I missed that. And then the Wednesday that I was meant to be recording all the podcasts for coming into this next section, um, I actually um, missed it because I was recording the eight-week program. So here we are now, getting back on track with everything. So I suppose the big thing as to what we're going to be talking about is essentially what did I sort of learn from that week off. And I know it's going to sound like a rather weird topic, but I think most of it's going to apply to everybody. I don't exactly have any talking points on this. It's just going to be a little bit of off the top and everything. Um, but a little bit of a business update as well, I suppose. And then also the mindset behind actually resting, recovering, taking some time for yourself and being able to do that and scheduling some stuff and setting some boundaries. Um, the fucked up thing is, <laughs> as stupid as this sounds, um, I took a week off obviously from coaching everybody one-on-one -on -one and their updates and everything. So I programmed them for two weeks. Obviously, if you're a client, you know exactly what happened. But for those who aren't a client, um, I programmed for two weeks and I said, don't worry about checking in for this week because I'm not going to have time to uh, update all of your programs and I don't want to be updating all of your programs. So take this week, finish that off. There's no check-in for this week. And then next week, it'll already be programmed for you. And this week is the first week back into all the clients and calls and updates and emails and messaging and all that fun stuff that I do. <clears throat> the ridiculous thing is almost every single client that I've spoken to so far, um, which has been about 14 because I've only had one day back at work. Um, they did really well without me. <laughs> I was like, shit, I need to take more time off. Cause as soon as I step away, everyone was like, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and this and this. And the big mindset that apparently a lot of people had was like, okay, I'm going to do really well and I'm going to see how I do without Travis there to hold my hand and take me through absolutely everything. And so far, like it's, it's a little bit split at the moment from the messages that I've been getting from people saying, Hey, past week was fucked, but there's also been a lot of wins. Um, but majority of people that I spoke to yesterday, actually on the phone, they were like, Hey, did really well. Here's all the positives that were going on. And the big thing that was, I suppose, like a, communal feedback as well, just from everybody getting back into the program was that they were actually doing really well, but they didn't realize they were doing really well because they were focusing on the one negative thing that derailed them for the past 12, 14 days that we haven't spoken, whatever it was. And I found that really interesting because that was common amongst a lot of people. They had for seven days no contact with me or an update on the program or a check-in or anything like that. So if I was speaking to someone on the Tuesday, I didn't speak to them that next Tuesday or the Tuesday after. And no, sorry, that <laughs> I didn't speak to them for 
essentially two weeks, really, because I spoke to them on that Tuesday. They went on for a full week. I didn't speak to them on that Tuesday. And then I'm speaking to them two weeks later on that Tuesday, 14 days later. So some people got the short straw where I spoke to them Tuesday morning and didn't speak to them two weeks later. Some people were, you know, spoke to them on the Friday and then, well, I suppose two weeks later, but still had me there for messages to go back and forth on. But the majority of people were doing extremely well. And when I was on the phone with them, I was like, hey, so how's this week been? What's been going on? Majority of people, oh yeah, you know, it's been pretty good and this and that and stuff. But, you know, there's just been a few things here and there that are playing on my mind. And, you know, I feel like it's not normal for me to be doing A, B and C. And this was a whole bunch of people with, and the problems that they were bringing up to me were very, very, very small compared to the very, very, very big wins that they had had during that week off. So essentially what had happened was that week off and like week and a bit that they had by themselves, they were doing extremely well and they were able to essentially program themselves, figure out how to move through the emotional responses and some people leaned into it and then some people didn't lean into it and they stayed on course. Whatever the progress for that person was, they were doing extremely well. But it wasn't until I was actually on the phone with them to say, here's all of these positive things that have happened for you in the previous 10, 11, 14 days, whatever it is. And we're focusing on the one bad thing. You've actually done incredibly well. And then when I had that, like I gave them that sort of shift around, okay, same thing I do for every single client, which is, okay, the weight loss is one box. What's everything else that's going on in your life that has improved during this 10 to 14 days. And people still continued to lose weight and they still did that. Some people stalled and some people, you know, whatever. But majority of people, if their weight loss stalled, there was 99 other positive benefits that had happened from this week. They were sleeping well. Uh, they had more energy. They were getting to the gym. They were stronger. They were lifting heavier. They hit PBs. Um, people actually turned into a bit of a morning person because they were like, hey, you know what? Going to the gym after work isn't working for me. So what can I do? Holy shit, I'm going to go in the morning and see how that works. People did that for a full week. I didn't even tell them to. People have planned their breakfast out a bit better. People have planned their dinners and lunches and desserts and gone into flexible dieting. And they've done that all themselves without me saying, let's do this for this week. All of that happened in the space of 14 days, within 14 days. And 80% of people were focusing on, oh my God, I shouldn't have had that pizza. Oh my God, I shouldn't have gone out with my friends. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have. And that was one instance. That was six hours out of a 14 day block. They had six hours where they weren't ideally, quote unquote, on the path or being perfect, being perfect. They were not being perfect with their diets and lifestyles. <laughs> they weren't being perfect, so to speak. And because they weren't perfect, they focused on the one little thing that made them imperfect. And that's where a lot of people got fucked up. So it was really interesting to see in the time that I had away from coaching people and having an email check-in and then an update and then also a phone check-in for all the mindset clients out there is it was crazy. All of them were doing extremely well, but they still couldn't see it because they were focusing on the one negative thing out there. So I suppose what I'm getting at in this instance is what is everything that's going right in your life at the moment? And it may be hard to see exactly where that is going, but if you can question yourself in terms of what the shit is actually going on, 
is it actually that bad or is it just your perceived reality of like, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. Fuck, why can't I be perfect? Because please don't forget, perfectionism is a defense mechanism. It's not a glorified trait or anything like that. Perfectionism is there to quite literally fucking make sure that you don't do anything. Because when you were judged when you were younger or there's any sort of fear around not getting it 100% right because most likely what happened when you were younger, you went to go do something and it wasn't right and you were ridiculed for that. So now we take that feeling, bring it into adulthood and we go, I don't want to start yet because it's not perfect. I've got a birthday coming up in six weeks. So I'll start after that. And then you get to that point, you're like, oh fuck, well, it's only eight weeks until Christmas. I think I'll hold off until then. And we're waiting for the right time, the perfect time, the perfect situation. You need to know all the information before you even get started. You need to know what your program is going to be like. You need to know what your nutrition is like. And then when you know what your nutrition is like, you have to know what the meal plan is. You have to know when you're going to be meal prepping, what it's going to look at. Everything needs to be perfect. So you're never going to get started because it has to be perfect. So your defense mechanism is to make sure that it is all perfect so that you do not get or have that feeling of being ridiculed or judged. And perfectionism is the number one thing that is going to fuck a lot of people up because when we get into that perfectionism mode, we go, okay, it all needs to be perfect, fantastic. And even if we do feel like it's going to be perfect, we are going to doubt our ability in order to get something done. And then what happens when we self-doubt? We procrastinate. We find something else to do and we get our taxes done or we go for a workout or we go for a walk or we wash the dog or we clean the room or we clean the car. We do a bunch of nonsensical shit that isn't urgent and not important instead of what is urgent and what is important because first off, it has to be perfect so we don't get ridiculed or judged and then we doubt our ability to even complete the task that we waited for the right perfect time to get started. And then once that time had come, we doubted ourselves so badly that we subconsciously procrastinated into doing something else, which is where all of those nonsensical, meaningless tasks get done. And we're like, wow, that was so productive. That was amazing. No, it wasn't. You didn't get anything of substance completed that day. You just did busy work to make sure that you felt like you were productive. So you had a sense of control. You didn't actually have control. You had a sense of control. Because at the end of the day, the number one thing that's still going to be sitting on your mind is that big overwhelming task that you were like, I should have gotten that done. I should do that, but I don't. Why don't I do that? Most likely, 90% of the time, it's either perfectionism or self-doubt displayed as procrastin. Wow, displayed as procrastination. So, when that big moment of procrastination comes, the thing that we always have to, we, we don't always have to, but the thing that I always like to do is when I notice myself procrastinating, why am I procrastinating? Is it because I don't want to do it? Is it because I don't enjoy it? Is it because it's not going to be perfect? And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because these were massive feelings that happened for me during my week off when I was filming the eight week content. Even now, right here, the eight week content is done and I'm still thinking maybe I should go back and film it to make sure that I got everything right, that it was perfect. But I'm like, nope. People want me for my tangents. People want me for the imperfections and people want me for the fact that I don't read from a script or everything is fucking perfect and outlined and everything is so today we are going to be running through the transverse and that'd be fucking boring first off um but they were big feelings that i had during that eight week 
uh, filming session, getting it all done. It wasn't perfect. There was something wrong here or there, but it was just one little instance. A lot of people won't even recognize because I managed to cover it up pretty well with my charismatic bardmanship, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> but whenever I got to a place of resistance in my head, it was, why am I doom scrolling TikTok? Why do I want to film all of these TikToks instead of doing this? Oh, I have to respond to this person's comment. Oh, I have to film this. I have to do this and this and this. No matter what it was, it was me delaying the inevitable of me having to record these eight week programs, which is like 16 videos all in all. And I didn't want to do them because I was focusing on the smaller, non-urgent, non-important tasks of responding to someone's comment on TikTok or scrolling through TikTok so I could find a sound so that I could make another video. When I found myself doing those not important, not urgent things, I brought it back to no and yeeted my phone away. Why do I need to do this? I don't. Cool. What do I need to do? I need to get these things done. Cool. So I'm going to do that. Why do I feel the resistance coming in of not wanting to do them? And then I kept coming back to the same answer of, I don't feel like it's going to be good enough. But then I started, even though that self-doubt was there, even though the procrastination was there, even though that perfectionism was there, I still did it. I still started. And lo and behold, a fucking magnificent thing happened where I actually started and it was better than I thought it would be which happens for a lot of people. How many times have you gone to the gym and you're just like, oh my God, everyone's going to stare at me. They're going to laugh. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And then when your session's over, you're like, oh, it actually wasn't that bad because we build it up in our head because our brain wants to protect us. So it does everything in its power to make sure that we don't do the thing that we want to do because we doubt ourselves in some sort of tiny infinitesimal capacity. But if we just start and if we just do it, it removes self-doubt. It's a bit of a catch-22 where... Procrastination is the defense mechanism for us not doing something. So how do we get over procrastination? We just have to fucking do it. We just have to take action. And filming this eight-week program now, I'm like, holy shit, this is going to cost me a lot of money because of how much content I've actually, how much value I've actually put into it. I actually put so much value into each little video that is there for each week segment that I was like, fuck, I cannot put any more bonus content in here because otherwise that's going to be another program in and itself. And then I'm giving people way too much information up front to be like, hey, here's the last program you'll ever need. Go do that. So instead, what I've done is by starting and doing and actually making a decision based on experience instead of perceived anxiety, I've taken a lot of the bonus content out of that program and put it and created another program that is going to be a lot cheaper and easier to digest. So that way it's a four week program on how to emotionally, nutritionally, and physically manage your menstrual cycle. That's going to be a program that's going to be coming up as well. But this eight week sort of foundations program of like, this is all the shit you need to know in order to sustain your results and make sure that you build the foundation of a lot of my transform, like what I give my transformation clients, any mindset client for that matter. I've put that in an eight week segment. And then the bonus content is very basic shit, like how to calculate your calories and macros if you want to, how to track them if you want to, and a bunch of other little shit like that, just to make that journey a little bit easier for the eight weeks. And every goddamn video, I was not expecting this at all. Every video had an action point. I was like, yeah, week one, do this action point. No, nah, I got way too ahead of myself. Week one section, you know, week one for nutrition. There's an action point that you can do with nutrition. Mindset, 
fuck, there's an action point that you can do for mindset. So then every week you have do this for this week, do this for this week. And then once you finish that week and you feel like you've got that, do week two. Fantastic. What's in week two? The exact same points, like a different nutrition, a different mindset point. Fantastic. So at the end of the day, you're getting eight nutrition fucking action points that you can do as if I'm there coaching you and then eight mindset tasks that you can do as well. By the end of this eight weeks, if you take all that shit and apply it, I'm like, holy fuck, this is going to cost me thousands of dollars per person that signs up because they don't have to do the transformation program anymore or the unfucky diet program in particular, because that's one that I've modeled this one after. And when I finished recording, I was like, fuck, like it's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but should I have put that much value in for the sake of the business still making money. And then I had to come back to this headspace of no, remember why I got into the industry. It wasn't to make money. It was to make a difference. It was to help people. It was to do this and building these programs out was essentially so that I could offer all of these automated programs whenever the fuck I finish making them because there's way too much in my head. Um, (laughs) whenever I finish making all of these programs, I don't have to take a wage from coaching people. I can live off the automated programs. It doesn't matter if, you know, if they're incredibly successful or not. I can do that so that I can put all of that money back into the business for coaches, for improving the business, for social media, for all those things. Because I don't need to take a massive wage. You know, I I do not give a fuck about it. I'm very good at living on like 600 bucks a week because I've done that my whole life. So that was a tangent. Hope you enjoyed it. If you're one of those people that is perfectionism, self-doubt, procrastination, take action. If you notice that you're procrastinating, break the cycle, do something. Why am I procrastinating? It's because I don't want to do it. Okay, cool. Go and take action. Go fucking do it anyway. Because the only way that you're going to get through procrastination is by actually taking action. So if you sit there and think about it, nothing happens. If you do a whole bunch of meaningless tasks that are not important or urgent, nothing gets done. You have a sense of productivity, but nothing ultimately has gotten done. Because at the end of the day, you've still got that thing in your head saying, yeah, but I didn't do that. I didn't do the one thing that I wanted to do today, but I got all these other 12 things done. Cool. Are those 12 things on your mind every day? No, they were just there. Cool. So we didn't really do that much. We just had a sense of purpose for that day, which is awesome if that's what you need to get started to essentially push the snowball down the hill and then it starts getting momentum. Fantastic. Do that. I do that all the time. I start by painting. This is actually hilarious for people that are watching. I'm actually painting some D&D minis at the moment because that is coming up. Do, do, do. That is, <laughs> that's coming up in... um in the next week. So I'm like, oh fuck, I'll just start painting. So I woke up this morning, painted some D&D minis, made a little D&D story or just like fix that up a little bit. And then when I had the creative mojo, I was like, oh sweet, awesome. I'm going to go to the gym because I felt better about the morning. So I did that and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Started the creative buzz, got the juice flowing. And then I went to the gym, went to the gym. Now that all the creativity is here and I'm feeling pretty good. Now I'm doing all the podcasts and everything that I said I would get into. So if you need to build momentum that way, do it, but don't prioritize them over the one big thing that you want to do in your life. If that is going to the gym, we do that. We figure out a way to do that, but don't procrastinate. Anywho, the thing that I suppose why I started recording this was just like a reflection on that week off. You can put yourself in a temporary situation to see what the long term is going to look like. I just want to say that 
because when COVID hit in 2020, like about mid 2020, I was like hundred percent online and I hated it. Absolutely hated it. And I was like, oh, well, everyone's doing this and we've got the group call and this and this, like it gave me a lot of insight into what I'm doing now for what works, what doesn't work. And the reason that I'm, I'd like to say pretty damn good at my job and knowing what's going to work, particularly in business and then also finances and then also how to structure a business and all these things are because I fucking sucked at it very early on and I made mistakes that were very easy to see. So now when someone says, oh, you should try this or do this. I'm like, I probably already have. I've probably already failed at that multiple times. That's why I do this. Oh, okay. And that's why I'm going to be moving into business mentorship for personal trainers. And even just like personal training mentorship doesn't have to be their business, but I'm going to be moving into that pretty damn soon because I just find heaps of joy in doing that. Uh, but that probably won't be until July at least. Um, so if you're interested, message me, let me know. Um, but that won't be happening until July. But it gave me that 2020 insight. I was like, I don't like being a full-time online coach. This sucks. But then I realized now that I've done it full-time, well, essentially given myself that full-time capacity now where I'm doing 12 hour days, five days a week, and then also Saturday mornings, <laughs> that's not that great. Uh, but what is happening is I'm transitioning the business into something that I actually want to do. So a temporary situation gave me the insight into, I don't want to be a full-time online PT because I don't get to see anybody. I don't get to interact with anybody. I don't get to do this. So that temporary situation gave me insight into if I were to do this long-term as a permanent solution, I would want to do A, B, and C. And now that this is the permanent solution, I can say, fantastic. What do I actually want to do? Moving into the the schedule that I'm about to have, which as of July, I'm going to be doing two full days of one-on-one -on -one coaching and then one day of four calls of three-on-one -on -one coaching. That's how it's going to look at the moment. So that way I have two full days of content creation in there for podcasts, vlogs, TikToks, uh, actual like recording of programs like the eight-week program I spoke about six-week lifestyle reset program, the four-week uh, manage your menstrual cycle program, all that shit is going to be getting filmed this year. And the more time I have to do that, the more I can actually spend working on the business to then give everything back to all of you at a fucking fraction of the price to what I'm actually charging. And all of that combined will save you a lot of money from having to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Obviously, if you finish the program or even before the program, if you want to do one-on-one -on -one so that it's all personalized, customized, all that fun shit to you, then do that. That That's still going to be an option that you can be there, but you're not going to have to be sort of hamstrung into doing a thousands, like thousands of dollars worth of coaching just because that's all we offer. So we're expanding and I need to be able to have that time to be able to put into the expansion because for everyone out there, but particularly personal trainers and businesses and stuff, you will only grow to your limitations. You will not grow to your potential. I have amazing potential. I have all the potential in the fucking world because of how my brain is wired and how I fucking hate not knowing the answer for something. Plus, as I've been told, I'm rather charismatic. So mix them together. I have a lot of potential, but the limitations are what is stopping me from reaching my ceiling. There would be no point if you had a ball and chain weighing you down and you were trying to climb a ladder, but you could not move that ball and chain off the ground. It wouldn't make sense to go, you know what? I'm going to raise the ceiling. 
that'll help out. No, that's not how that works. How can you get the ball and chain off? Or better yet, how can you, if it's not something that we can remove, how can we increase its capacity so that you can grow? So there's a whole bunch of other questions that are going to be stemming from that. But the big thing that I wanted to get into this was, it was fucking amazing having time off. (laughs) It gave me like that temporary situation gave me insight into what do I want long-term. And if you're someone that is looking for a break from work or you want to change jobs or you want to, you know, have a complete career change or you do want to do a coaching program or you do want to be someone that goes to the gym in the morning versus at night, whatever situation you're in, you don't have to make a permanent decision. You're not locked into every decision you're going to make ever. You can make a temporary decision to see what that is going to be like, to give you the insight into if I were to do this as a permanent solution, is it going to work? So then you can reflect on that temporary situation the same way that I've done and the same way that that week has sort of given me that insight into, okay, 2020, that didn't work because of A, B, and C. And it wasn't the fact that I hated working 100% online as a health coach. It was a fact that I was stuck in my own house. I couldn't go to the gym. I couldn't do these things. So when I was working, it was essentially what most fucking people in corporate and working from home at the moment are doing where their time off is still sitting at the same desk in the same chair on the same computer just with a different screen so then their body is still in that exact same state that they were in before and now it's just their mind that's zoned out whereas i need to physically move and change my state i need to go to the gym i can't work out at home because it keeps me in that same state of like oh i should do this i should do this and i have everything here to be able to do that So then my workout gets stretched across the entire day instead of just having an hour away from everything to myself with my headphones, D&D, having some thoughts and then writing stuff on my phone as like a little note-taking device to be like, hey, I should probably try this. That might be pretty fucking cool, don't you think? To be fair, 80% of it is just D&D stories and ideas, but (laughs) the other 20%, absolute genius. So whatever situation that you are in, it doesn't have to be a permanent solution. Like if you decide to take a week off from work, because you want to try your hand at, I don't know, something, what's something stupid? You want to try your hand at being a permanent painter for D&D minis. I'm just saying it because it's right here. You want to try that. You want to open a fucking Shopify store for all of your painted minis where people send you their minis and you paint them and then send them back with like a little fucking note and maybe like building out your own health potions, like a fucking D&D supply store. If you want to try your hand at that, take a week off from work, take two weeks off from work and see if it will work. Build everything up in the meantime and then take the two weeks off to be like, hey, you know what? Is this something that is sustainable? You do it for two weeks and if you absolutely love it and it seems like, oh, you know what? I can actually pay the bills on this. Fantastic. Then make a permanent decision. Even then, everything in this life is going to be temporary anyway. No matter what decision you make, it's always going to be temporary. Like I'm making a decision right now to prioritize D&D and free time and life because I know that that's not going to last forever because I know that life is temporary. So I'm trying to make as many decisions as I can right now to make sure that I'm set up for the long term so that I can have more time for the rest of my life. That's why I'm taking these days off in July so I can work on the business, have more freedom, spend more time with Beth and do the things that I actually want to instead of working to a fucking grave. Hopefully those temporary situations can give you a lot of insight into what is it going to take for me to make this decision that is going to better my life. 
I'm not going to become a morning person. I'm just going to work out three mornings this week and see how I feel about it. You don't have to do all of your sessions in the morning. You can just do three that morning and see how you feel with it. If it feels pretty good, fantastic. Do it the next week. And then you've got a backup solution of going to the gym after work. Or you might even figure out that doing your sessions in the morning leaves you with a lot of spare time in the afternoon to do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. So it doesn't feel like you're just waking up, work, gym, sleep. Waking up earlier, you can get so much shit done because no one's awake then. But yeah, that was just a fun little reflection that I had on my week off of doing temporary things to give me insight into the big picture of decisions that I'm going to be making in business. So it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun because I have set up a lot of things during that week and then also am still continuing to that's going to be fun as all shit and I cannot wait for you all to experience all of that and I suppose just be with the genie as we grow into a massive international business. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, um, I suppose hashtag watch this space for when that program is going to be launched. Um, it will be before June. I think it's going to be the last week of May, maybe, who knows? Um, but anywho, that program will be coming. There's going to be a bunch of other programs that are going to be coming. Uh, Lindsay is going to be recording some podcasts for us as well. So then instead of just me every Tuesday, there is also going to be Lindsay that's going to be coming in with podcasts here and there. And we're going to hopefully structure that into some stuff. She's going to be joining us on some podcasts as well. Um, there's a lot of fun shit that is happening with the Fitness Genie at the moment. So any support, comments, reviews, shares, anything like that is going to be fucking amazing. And it does go a long way. Because who knows, there might even be a... There might even be someone that is watching you that doesn't watch me and then you share something to your story and that person goes, oh, holy fuck, I'm going to follow that. And then three months later, that person says, yeah, I found you through just like a random story sharing time. So uh, I suppose if you, you <clears throat> whew, I died, I suppose if you can or have the capacity to review or share or comment or anything and just help the fitness genie, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, wherever you do see us, Google, um, that would all be massively appreciated because you, my beautiful community, are the number one asset that we have as a business. And I appreciate every single one of you. So the more engagement we have, the better, the more quality content that we can bring you. Obviously, the more that we grow, the more quality shit that we will have time for that we can expand into. So then obviously, the more you engage, the more we can give back. So yeah, I hope you're all having an amazing Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this if you're someone listening to this as soon as it's released fucking well done kudos to you but otherwise enjoy your week and I'll see you in the next one